Hey, welcome to the Everyday Immunity Podcast, a place where we talk about different ways to boost the immune system naturally each and every day. I'm your host, Alicia Rosati of Rosati Nutrition. What is up, you guys? Welcome back to the Everyday Immunity Podcast. I'm your host, Alicia Rosati of Rosati Nutrition, and I am so glad that you're here. If you have listened to my podcast before, thank you for returning, and if you're new, welcome. So you guys may notice it's uh, been a while since I've uploaded a podcast episode for you guys. You know, COVID was and still is such a, a learning curve, and you know, there's so much adaptation that needs to be had and I don't think any of us were expecting COVID to be around this long and wreak this much havoc um, in so many different ways. So it's been a little bit of a learning curve and a little bit of an adjustment period, but I'm back and I hope to be uploading more podcast episodes for you guys more frequently. I have a ton of topics that you guys have let me know um, what you would like to hear on and for me to speak about. So I have so many ideas coming up for future episodes. So please don't forget to come back. Um, Rate this podcast, you know, whether you're on iTunes or Spotify, it really, really helps me out if you can leave me a rating or leave me a comment and I really appreciate it. So now that we got all that admin stuff out of the way. Um, Let's talk about why you guys are here and why you clicked on this episode. So we're going to be talking about detoxification and your different detox pathways. If you guys follow me on Instagram or follow uh, the Rosati Nutrition page on Facebook, you will see that I have been talking about detoxing a lot lately and that's for good reason. Some of you guys may know that I was dealing with a hormone imbalance You may also know that from one of my previous episodes, and I have been working together with my naturopath and my naturopathic intern to, you know, help fix that hormonal imbalance. Well, one of the things that's really actually helped me, which I never would have thought of, was improving my liver health and improving my detox pathways. Now, estrogen is one of those things in the body that your body must metabolize and, you know, get rid of that waste. Well, my liver wasn't doing that um, efficiently or as effectively as it could be. So what we did was, you know, through different um, supplementation and things like that, um, we improved and are still improving my liver detoxification and my estrogen imbalance symptoms have greatly subsided. I don't deal with PMS anymore. Um, None of that stuff, which is fantastic. (laughs) So... This whole journey has led me to realize, you know, just how important your liver really is. A lot of us think of our liver when we think of like binge drinking and, you know, maybe eating unhealthy foods like fried foods and things like that, but we don't think of our liver just for like overall health, which we really should because it's one of our main most important organs. So I want to do a little uh, questionnaire for you guys. So I'm going to ask you some questions and put a finger up for every time you answer yes. Do you feel you're not as healthy as others your age? Like, I'm 24. I had to think about that for a second. (laughs) I'm 24, you know, and 
Do I look at other 24-year-olds as being healthier than me? Do I think I'm on the same plane as them? Where do you gauge that? Question two, do you often experience low energy levels or feel sluggish? Yes or no? Number three, um, do you often have difficulty thinking clearly? You know, do you experience a lot of brain fog? Um, You know, hard to get your thoughts out like me right now. (laughs) Question number four, do you often feel down and depressed? Number five, do you get sick more than once or twice a year? Are you known for having a cold or a flu? Question number six, do you, if you are a lady, if you are a dude, obviously skip this question. Uh, Ladies, do you experience PMS, irregular periods, fibroids, or fibrocystic breast disease? Put a finger up if you do. Question number seven, do you experience sore, achy muscles for no apparent reason? And number eight, this one is a little personal. Do you often experience bad breath, stinky stools, and bad BO? So now there's eight questions there. How many fingers do you have up? Guys, it would be seven questions for you. If you have put your finger up to any one of these, you could need a liver detox. Crazy, I know, but the liver is so important and, you know, it's involved in so many different aspects of your life and your overall health and wellness that these questions may seem like they've been a little all over the place, but they all are linked to your liver health and your detoxification pathways. So now I want you to think about this. Think that, you know, it's not COVID times and you're still going to work every day. You're working like a 12 to 14 hour shift a day with no breaks, no days off, back to back, just nonstop, go, 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 work. You would get exhausted after a little while, right? And sooner or later, your work is not going to be as good as it once was. And your boss may get mad at you and say, you know, what's going on? But you know, overuse and overwork, you get tired. Naturally, you get exhausted. It's the same thing with your liver. Now, your liver doesn't work, you know, only 12 to 14 hours. Your liver works around the clock, but just to keep it more relatable. But, you know, your liver can get exhausted and kind of crap out and not work as efficiently as it should or as it could. And that's because we experience so many toxins on a day-to-day basis. Like a lot of people don't realize how many toxins are out there. And I know I didn't know until a little while ago when I started looking into this, but it's scary. And I don't mean to, you know, put this episode out to scare you guys, but it's more to inform you guys. And a lot of these toxins, unfortunately, we cannot get away from. So we got to do something else. And that something else may be you know, stimulating uh, liver function and, you know, strengthening your detox pathways, detoxifying, that kind of thing, so that these toxins are not building up in your body and wreaking havoc. We are a society of chronic illness and chronic disease, and a lot of that is linked to the toxins that we come in contact with every single day. So what even are these toxins, you know? There's the typical ones that we think of, like air pollution and smog, things that we can kind of see. Um, when it's like foggy out, but there's also things that we can't see. So pesticides, for example, you know, when a farmer uses that on his field, that still leaks up into the air and it transfers and it carries for miles and miles and miles. We're breathing that in. Cars on the road. You may not live right on a main road, but you know, the, the gas fumes are not 
um, exclusive to just the road that you're driving on. They do carry into the space in front of your house anytime you walk outside. And don't think that being indoors is any safer because there's a lot of toxins going on in your house. If you like to burn candles, for example, that's a huge source of toxins. If you, um, if you have any furniture in your house whatsoever or any waterproof clothing, that stuff is also really high in toxins. So what makes, you know, like your jacket waterproof is a chemical toxin. Um, what makes your furniture, your carpeting, your bedding, there's a lot of plastics in there and a lot of synthetic chemicals that when um, exposed to over time can wreak havoc on your body, especially if we're not detoxing them efficiently and effectively as we should. So now do you kind of see why I use that work analogy um, to kind of get you to understand what your liver feels like? These toxins are everywhere, and this even includes things like your food, um, you know, if, especially if you're barbecuing meat or if you're cooking with oils at high heats, that can create different toxins that, again, will build up in your body. This also includes, you know, any food you eat, even natural good-for-you foods or even natural hormones that occur in your body, like take me for example. You know, estrogen is a naturally occurring hormone in my body that I need, but if my liver isn't processing it out quick enough or efficiently or effectively, that estrogen is going to build up to unnatural levels in my body, and that's when it's really going to cause trouble like the symptoms that I was experiencing. So a lot of us are dealing, you know, with chronic fatigue, chronic uh, brain, fro brain fog, and, you know, illness, and we're so susceptible to things, and a lot of that has to do with our liver health and how we're processing out these toxins. So how exactly does our body even process out these toxins? What's the process? So you have a toxin, and there's phase one and phase two detoxification that goes on in your liver. So in this episode, I'm going to talk about phase one specifically, and I will post another episode talking about phase two. So phase one, what happens is um, certain enzyme reactions happen where they're trying to metabolize that toxin. Now, unfortunately, because it's only breaking down these toxins halfway, they're usually actually more toxic than they were in the first place. Why does our body do this? Well, when it becomes a half metabolite, it's easier for phase two to break it down. But if your phase one detoxification pathway is functioning, you know, at 100% and your phase two is not, now you're left with even more dangerous toxins floating through the body. And that's what causes even more damage in, in us as a society and why are we, we are dealing with so many chronic illnesses. So for those of you science nerds like me who may have looked into this, um, your phase one detoxification pathway includes a group of about 50 to 100, I know that's kind of a big range, of enzymes classified as the cytochrome P450 pathway. This is one of the most you know, commonly used enzyme um, processes to break down toxins in your body, especially if you're taking, you know, pharmaceutical drugs or any kind of over-the-counter thing. This enzyme um, group, the cytochrome P450, is usually what breaks them down, which is why you, if you're taking natural supplements or things like that, you need to talk to someone who is um, experienced in this field because a lot of natural supplements 
also use the P450 um, pathway and can either make your over-the-counter meds or your prescription meds more or less effective. So that's where it can become a little bit dangerous when you're mixing pharmaceuticals and natural supplements. This is not always the case, but it is something important that you should keep in mind. Unfortunately, this cytochrome P450 uh, enzyme pathway does really depend, like its effectiveness really depends on a lot of things. So it depends on your genetics, it depends on your diet, and it also ex depends on your exposure level to toxins. So, you know, if you work in a chemical plant or if you work, let's say, hmm, in... Uh, as a mechanic, let's use my dad as an example. You know, you work in a mechanic shop, you're chronically exposed to toxic chemicals and fumes and things like that. So again, that overloading factor, your liver and your P450 pathway may not be working as effectively or efficiently as it once was or as it should be. It also depends on your genetics. So if you guys ever wanted to or had the time or had the interest um, or could, I highly, highly encourage you to get genetic testing done if you're comfortable with it. But if you are, you know, I highly recommend you do so. I did and that's how I found out about my MTHFR gene mutation. Um, and I've since, you know, come up with an action plan and have made positive changes in my life because I knew of it, you know, and it was linked to so many different things in my life that I thought were all unrelated, but no, they were. And I was not aware, but MTHFR um, can also uh, affect your liver enzyme levels, which mine were a little bit high. If you guys saw my Instagram video, um, I did some blood work and found that one of my liver enzymes was slightly elevated and that could be due to low folate levels and that could be because of an MTHFR genetic mutation. So together my naturopath and I came up with an action plan and things are all good now. So again, if you guys could, um, if it's feasible, I definitely recommend you do some genetic testing to figure out if you have any little area that could just use a little bit of help. Now I think what's another really cool and interesting fact to note about the P450 pathway is it does make these toxins water soluble. So what that means is, um, you can pee it out <laughs> in simple terms. So one of our detox pathways is our kidneys. Um, and that's why you want to make sure your kidneys, you know, are functioning properly. You're drinking enough water each and every day. You're going to the bathroom enough times and you want to look at the color of your urine. If your urine is really, really, you know, dark, dark, dark yellow or even orange, that could be a sign that toxins are building up and you're not drinking enough water and excreting enough of those toxins quickly enough. And just a quick little side note, you guys, um, you do have six uh, detox organs, which include your liver, your kidneys, your lungs, your lymph, your colon, and your skin. But um, for this episode, we are specifically talking about the liver um, in conjunction with the kidneys and the colon. So how do we make sure that our phase one detoxification is working effectively? Usually this is not the pathway that most people have problems with. It's mostly uh, phase two that people have issues with, but you know, just for sake of information's sake, I'm gonna share with you guys some different uh, compounds or foods or things that either activate or inhibit your phase one detoxification, just for you guys to keep in mind. So things that activate your phase one detoxification and tell it to turn on, whether they are good for you or bad for you, include 
alcohol, nicotine, steroids, exhaust fumes, paint fumes, pesticides. So those are kind of the things that we want to avoid, but these are the things that, you know, need that detoxification response because they are so toxic for you. They're kind of like, hey, like I'm a toxin and your liver's like, whoa, I need to get you out of me. <laughs> so that's what's going on with those. Some things that are good for you that promote that uh, proper detoxification include brassica vegetables so, or cruciferous veggies, which come from the brassicacea family, um, charcoal broiled meat. So, you know, when you guys do barbecue and you get that like nice blackened crust kind of thing on it, that's not good for you. Um, <laughs> a high protein diet, especially animal proteins, these are harder for your liver to break down. So I encourage you guys, you know, if you don't want to give up meat entirely, that's totally fine. But, you know, try to get some of your protein or more than you currently are from plants. It's a lot easier for your body to break down and it's still protein. Um, some of the other things include oranges and tangerines, uh, vitamin B3 or niacin, vitamin B1, also known as thiamine, and vitamin uh, C. So now the following inhibit phase one, meaning it turns down the effectiveness of your phase one pathways. This includes benzodiazepines, antihistamines. So you guys who are, you know, chronic uh, allergy medication users, like I once was, uh, now that I found that out, I am going to start dealing with my allergies a lot more often and not running to the allergy meds right away. Some other things that inhibit phase one detoxification include stomach ulcer medications, aging, which is a natural thing that we unfortunately cannot avoid, um, toxins from bad bacteria in the gut. And guys, if you listen to one of my previous episodes, you know that the gut is probably one of the most, if not the most important um, organ or system in your body. About 70 to 80% of your immune system is in your gut. And, you know, right here we see that bad gut bacteria um, or an overgrowth of bad gut bacteria can lead to a decreased function of your phase one detoxification pathway. Um, some other things that also inhibit your phase one pathway include grapefruit juice, uh, curcumin, which is the active component in turmeric, and red chili pepper. Now, this is not so bad, um, especially like curcumin, because what we're going to be talking about later in another episode and why turmeric is still so good for you, it actually ramps up your phase two and slows down your phase one. So it kind of gives, you know, your phase two detoxification a little bit of a break to like catch up and it kind of gets your phase one to slow down a little bit to say, hey, buddy down the road needs a little bit more time and a little bit more help. So we need to pump the brakes a little bit and slow down because we're working a little too well and we need buddy to catch up. So that's what's going on, which is why it's still really good for you. So you guys, I know I threw a lot of information at you. Um, and like I said, this is only part one of the detoxification um, episode. I didn't want to put too much in here for you guys to overwhelm you. So I am going to be coming out with a part two where we discuss phase two detoxification in the body. And like I said, this is the part that most people have trouble with. 
So you guys, if you like this episode, please be sure to leave a comment, leave a like on this episode. Let me know your thoughts. You know, reach out to me on Instagram, send me an email. I love to hear your thoughts or if you have any other questions. I will be leaving some studies in the show notes, which you can access on my website, rosadinutrition.ca. There's a little podcast tab. You can find this exact episode plus all the show notes along with it. Once again, thank you so much for listening to this podcast episode. It has been an absolute blast and I hope you guys learned something from today. I hope you guys, you know, start to take your liver health a little bit more seriously. But until next time, you guys, this has been your host, Alicia of Rosati Nutrition, and I can't wait to talk to you in the next episode.